0: Hey everyone and welcome to Screams After Midnight, I am Peter, that is Tim and we talk about horror movies on this show and this episode is returning to a franchise that we've been working our way through for the last like f- five, six months, something like that. Jurassic Park. No, this is Friday the 13th. This is Friday the 13th, part five, A New Beginning. Don't, don't let the final chapter thing of the last one fool you. We're, we're here at part five now. so Finally in double digits.
1: We will... <laughs> Tim, do you know how math works? Hey, I will have you know I have seen all the cube films. I, I'm very well versed in mathematics. What's the name of the third one? Uh, cube Zero.
0: I was trying to trick you (laughs) I was trying to trick you Alright, so we'll start spoiler free as we always do and we'll warn you somewhere in the middle about spoilers and that's what's going to happen so Friday the 30th part 5 we won't spoil why people don't like it usually because that's a spoiler but um, this is universally kind of one of the weaker ones uh, for most fans at least until you get to number 9 more than that in (laughs) a few months time but, um, so this is, this is the one that takes place at a, a, sort of, um, a care home for, for, for teenagers who are disturbed, shall
1: we say. Or just like to have sex.
0: I mean, well, to be fair, teenagers in all these movies like to have sex. Sure. I, they're at least telling me that these are all, uh, troubled individuals. Uh, orphans and mentally ill kids, basically, uh, mm-hmm. is basically the thing. And... Tommy Jarvis from the last movie, who's now like seventeen, so he <laughs> we've, we've went up a few years uh so given that there was like a five year jump between like was it one and two that had the five year jump and then this had a seven year jump or something <laughs> like that we're we're at least into the early mid nineties now Inter- at least we <laughs> should be anyway. <laughs>
1: Okay. Doesn't Check feel out. like it, but it,
0: no. <laughs> technically this should be the early nineties by now. Uh, this came out in nineteen eighty-five, for for the record, uh, just to put it into what what it's really treating as present day. But um, and of course killings start happening, and the local neighbors obviously think that some sickle from the nut house that's you know at, or you know near as will be one of them. One of them is doing it. So the sheriff's you know looking into things, and that's basically the the movie um so i'll ask the question obviously we've seen this before we've both seen this before multiple times i imagine so tim do you enjoy Friday the 13th part five a new beginning
1: no 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 i'm not sure what your feelings are tim you've not made it very clear you're being very on the lines very gray i mean pick a side uh sure there's some i mean uh, you know as both lovers of you know bad movies uh there's definitely some dumb cheesiness that's kind of fun in this movie so i'll, I'll give it that like it is uh uh I, I think it's definitely 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 a bad movie it's pretty bad but um it, it can be kind of a fun watch like it's not like boring it's fun to watch with friends and make fun of uh but yeah, I
0: mean overall, though it sucks. Yeah, I, yeah, if I was to sort of sum it up, I'd say as a bad movie, it is the weakest one before we get to nine. But I still think it's easy enough to watch. Like, yeah, definitely. It, it still kind of slots into the okay. This is just like one of those generic eighty slasher movies. It just happens to be one of the Friday the Thirteenth sequels. But I still think it falls into perfectly watchable.
1: Yeah,
0: and it, yeah, it feels a bit as a slasher movie because. You can tell this was one that was edited down to, like because the MPA were probably on their backs. You could, Because a lot of the kills, you don't see the penetration. It just kind of cuts away <laughs> uh, as, the, as the kill's happening, which is unfortunate. Um, it's also notable they treat this one kind of, again, like, oh, we're not going to show Jason until the last act. For, for most of the movie, yeah. it's just like, the hands coming in and the, the POV and uh, all that kind of stuff. They, they do a lot of that, this movie. Honestly, I think my biggest critique of this one... Uh, Beyond the obvious thing, we may get to spoilers, is that I feel like, not that characters in these movies tend to not be very deep and they tend to be very thin, right, and they're just kind of there to be killed off, but I think at least normally I get the feeling that, okay, they've been introduced as a group and they're around for a little while before they start getting killed. I had this weird feeling in this movie that I kept being introduced to a new character only for them to die in the very next scene or in some cases the same scene they're introduced in. (laughs) <laughs> like like instead of like getting to you know like a group of characters and then having them picked off one by one I feel like you know I'm introduced to this character okay next scene mm-hmm. that I see him in he's dead I'm introduced to this character next scene I see her in she's dead um, mm-hmm. it was very odd it was almost like I mean obviously we, we joke a lot that in slasher movies okay characters are just introduced so they can be killed that's very true mm-hmm. but in this one it was kind of like okay we need another one to kill okay introduce them now
1: yeah and um, I think that is one of the like And from a technical standpoint, uh, yeah, it does not make for a very good rich film. Uh, But I, I guess, uh, you know, in a kind of bad slasher movie where you want like a high body count, like it is nice that you know there are a lot of deaths in this. Like that—that's one thing I I will give it. Like there's definitely isn't a shortage of death.
0: Yeah, and here's the other thing. So I feel like Tommy Jarvis is supposed to be the main character, but there (laughs) isn't really a main (laughs) character.
1: Yeah, he feels like he disappears like halfway through the movie. He, no, he but,
0: does because uh, uh. like the, the, there's a scene where he like busts out some random kung fu more than that later. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. But after that scene, he basically disappears until like, the last five ten minutes. Like he, he shows up during the final like chase down, if you will. And I'm like, oh yeah, he's been just gone for like thirty minutes. Like what happened to him? Uh, it's bizarre. Like I think the close. I mean. Arguably, the woman who helps run the place is kind of the main character cause she's the one running, but also the kid. Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of shared between them, but there's no true, like, this is the, the final girl kind of thing. There's no real yeah. character like that, which is kind of bizarre, but um, not that I, I'm going to critique that too much because at least, it, I mean, you could argue that we're trying something different. Like, okay, we don't want to just have the final <laughs> girl again. You know, because slasher movies always have the one girl that lasts it till the end. Okay, yeah. sure, like, I'll accept that um but that that that'd be like one of my my kind of observations watching this was just mm. how it was kind of weird that it didn't feel like it really had like a main focal point for for the characters and i felt there were some characters who now sometimes you'll get in a slasher movie where a character will disappear and we won't see their death, but they'll show up in the body count later, right? But it'll, it'll be played as if, okay, it was a mystery where they went, and then it'll be like, oh my god, they're dead too. And you can do that once. You can do that with one character. I felt like there was like three or four characters in this <laughs> who I was never even wondering where they were. It, it never played it of his mystery. Like, you know, normally you'll see them wander off somewhere and it'll be like, okay, dun, 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 what's going to happen to them? Like I felt like some characters in this, one in particular that really bugged me where he just kind of like... It was a normal scene. There was no threat of danger. There was no hint of like, anything happening mm. to him. And then just like, you know, 15 minutes later when the the final chase is happening, oh no, he's stapled to a tree. Okay.
1: <laughs> sure. That happened, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's um the the characters aren't really uh super deep in this like I, I feel like they are trying to make like kind of like um, like characterizations of these people, but I feel like that they don't like stand out. Like you got like the, you know, the girl that's kind of like um, like I don't know, I guess kind of like punky or whatever, and it's like listening to music and stuff. That, well, uh, and that's then, her entire like, character. She always has headphones on. That's her yeah. entire character. Yeah, and it but it's like I feel like it still is not like very like memorable, and I don't know. I feel like they try to do that, like you know, some other characters, like oh, and, like you have like the kind of, like, angry dude or whatever, and... Um... Yeah,
0: and then the the, the kid, um, his whole thing is that he, he worships his brother, and he wants to go see his <laughs> brother. And then once <laughs> well, he's that's... seen his brother, that's just kind of that done.
1: That's kind of, yeah. Although, I will say, man, we're, g- we're going to get into it, but that that scene with the brother, like, after they leave, it's like, what is going on here? <laughs> um, There's the neighbours, like, this farmer, woman, and her son, who, like, live close oh. by... Are like yeah, these... I mean, uh, Pete, you, you don't have to. I mean, you don't have to play it nice here. These people are like hillbilly <laughs> mount, mountain folk. Like, <laughs> oh, <sure. All> right. <laughs> I was trying to be politically correct, okay? Um, hey, we, I nothing against hillbillies or anything here, but these people are like, yeah, playing to the rafters, like are <laughs> the like, especially the son. The
0: son is that sort of cliched character who always listens to his mother and has no thoughts of his own, um, but. What I was getting is though, is he... They, like, show up and, like, ah oh, we want those nut jobs away from us. Like, oh, these sickos come near our house. I'm going to shoot them. And I'm like, you sound crazier than any of the characters that you're claiming are the crazy ones. Like, you sound like absolute nut nutjobs. Uh, so, yeah. a character. Which is fine. Yeah. Like, I don't mind them because those are the sort of characters that I expect to be the side characters in a Friday the 13th movie. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that none of the main, like, group are remotely interesting or likable or anything. Yeah. Uh, and, so, in fact again going back to the whole thing where i was saying how obviously characters are introduced to be killed off in a slasher movie but here it's very in your face it's not let's introduce them and then kill them off in the very same scene or the next scene
1: hmm.
0: along those same lines okay so you know how in horror movies and slasher movies especially from these it was like okay we're going to hire a bunch of actresses just for their boobs right oh sure that, 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 that was a thing yeah um, because it's okay. Let's just let just hire pretty actresses who are willing to take their tops off, and that's why they're cast, right? Uh, and you know, you can debate exactly how true that was, but you know, there's a reason why that's a that's a joke about the, the time period. Yeah. This movie literally cast a Playboy uh, <laughs> uh, playmate. Is that what they're called? I kind of i a red Playboy if I'm, if I'm honest.
1: So, I I, I recently bought my uh, first issue. Like, what was it? last month uh just because it had a, an exclusive hellboy comic on it oh that's right i was going to say, why last yeah. month oh i remember this now yeah there was a hellboy thing inside but, it but but it, it actually it actually made me super pissed cuz those things are kind of expensive it was like 15 bucks for what? one issue yeah it was like 13.99 or something like that and then it and, but it's like um i really wanted the hellboy comic it was only like five or six pages or whatever
0: Ugh. Does this does, does realize the internet exists like
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: i don't know <laughs> I mean, it's free online i mean, I, 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 mean I, don't, I don't mean the magazine i mean you know getting pictures of boobs is free online like you can do that quite easily but Anyway, so the actress that the, so there's a really gratuitous scene uh where this this playmate whose name i found out when i looked at imdb i was i was i was reacting to this before we started recording and tim was asking <laughs> okay, me what, I was, is it. <laughs> what i was thinking about I said, I'll tell you on the show, Tim. I'll tell you on okay. the show. I don't want. I want your reaction live on air. Her name is Debbie Verhees. Oh wow! <laughs> okay, interesting. So they got a they got a, a model from Playboy who's named Voorhees. Uh, that's
1: just kind of wow. amazing. And but so did she played the the mother, like the hillbilly no. <laughs> mom. No. no, she was the <laughs> one who has
0: sex in the the woods with the the boyfriend, and that makes sense. And well, that's a normal enough scene in a slasher movie. It, yeah. it felt like to me that they were really, like, going, like, after the sex scene was over and the guy went to pee or whatever, like, mm-hmm. she was lying there just posing in the sun, like, nude, <laughs> and it was like, they're really, like, milk I mean, pardon the expression, they're really milking her boobs here, <laughs> like, they're, they're really like, oh, we've got her with the nice big boobs, we're going to really show yeah. them off. And a really long scene because even though don't get me wrong, slasher movies are typically pretty guilty of uh, just oh let's have some topless girls. This one goes on for a while of just her just lying there like hey boobs
1: like mm-hmm. sure they're great boobs I'm not I'm not disputing that like yeah. fantastic boobs. I, but. I did turn away and told my <laughs> told my cat to nudge me when it was over. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, So again it's just going back to
0: that thing where it's guilty of the same things that most slasher movies are guilty of but it seems to just be like turned up to 11 like it's in your face mm-hmm. it's like okay we're not even going to pretend that we have any any
1: class with this one I mean it's almost as if like I mean I could be wrong here but it kind of felt like maybe they just wanted to make some money like they didn't even <laughs> care about the franchise I don't know I, I, I mean, I doubt, I doubt it, but Tim, you may be onto something. Maybe <laughs> onto something. It, uh, Say oh, it ain't so. Not uh, all of my favorite Hollywood actors and directors.
0: Well, I think it's interesting that they clearly wanted four to be the final one, and then it made enough. Oh, money. really? What makes
1: you think that? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it made enough money that Paramount said, "No, make a fifth one." And I wonder, yeah, if they hired someone who was just like a, you know, Danny Steinman, whoever he is, like the director, like, <laughs> like, you know, he's just a hired guy because then Six is quite often a favourite amongst fans. And I wonder if it's like, okay, with Six we're going to, like, first of all fix the big thing that everyone didn't like about the fifth one, we'll get to that in spoilers, but also is it just a case of hiring someone who is passionate and wanting to do something with the franchise?
1: It's the it's the new Coke model that you know you uh you change the recipe get everyone mad and then you introduce uh you know you, uh bring back classic Coke and everyone's like oh yeah finally great kind of I guess it's kind of like that <laughs> uh, but yeah so I guess that's the spoiler free section unless you have anything else you'd like to add that's Pete, I mean you know me I uh, I'm a calculator I love adding things but I think in this case <laughs> we could go right into spoilers all right full spoilers then so i just wanted to say that thing about calculators but i could
0: tell i could <laughs> tell so the big thing in this one is that Jason's not the killer wait uh, what yeah yeah it's roy <laughs> the ambulance driver who's in two whole scenes
1: that's just funny to say like at, at least <laughs> if if it's not gonna be jason like at least have it be something like uh oh like it's a you know crazy maniac blah 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 but just being like it's roy the ambulance driver well here's like, the
0: thing though like the roy the paramedic he only you see him in the scene there's a there's a death at the the house right the the, the halfway house and this might be one of the best, best oh we'll uh, come deaths. back to this we'll come back to this <laughs> don't you worry both the death itself and then the the actual paramedics showing up for it because both of those scenes are worth talking about uh <laughs> and then you see him again in a random scene where, where like another dead body's been picked up and he's just kind of there for a joke, where the sheriff uh, like kind of says something and he overhears him. Oh, not you, Roy! You're good. And Roy like goes on about his business, to the point where you only see him twice. So when he's unmasked at the end and you see him, like hmm. I mean, I knew who it was this this time because I've seen the movie multiple times. But the first time I saw this movie, I didn't remember what his face looked like. No, yeah, like, I didn't know who it was. I was like, oh, who's this? And it wasn't until the, the final scene where the sheriff sits down with the survivors and says, oh yeah, it was Roy, the paramedic, he must have... Because the twist is here that he wasn't always a killer. He became a killer in this movie because his son was murdered at the start. Because his son was at the halfway house. Uh, Joey, I believe his name was, the the yep. fat kid who's always eating a chocolate bar. Who uh, I, I like to describe as basically like 10 Shelleys. Yeah, because Shelly, I don't think it was that bad. We 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 joke that Shelly's yeah. kind of annoying, but he's kind of likable annoying. Mm. Joey is just annoying, and yeah. <laughs> to, not just to us, to the other characters as well, because he, he's trying to help. Because he, he was in the background for like one scene before this, but this is his only real scene, as the scene where he dies.
1: Yeah, and they like they do that movie thing too, where it's like you know they'll have like a a fat character or something, and it's like oh it's not like you know bad enough that they're big or whatever but they also have to be like constantly eating and have food all over their mouth and stuff and because he
0: he wants to prove that he can help people so he's really annoying and he's like oh i can help you girls do laundry and then he like wipes chocolate all over the clean laundry (laughs) that they're hanging up to dry and then he goes over to this hothead who's like chopping wood and (laughs) he basically annoys the hothead so much who's chopping wood that the guy just like turns (laughs) around
1: and stabs him in the back of the head with an axe which it's, it's so funny because it's just so unexpected like even in like all right, a Friday the 13th movie where yeah you expect there's going to be a lot of kills because of Jason and stuff like uh, like you said we were just introduced to this character and all of a sudden he's murdered by someone that's not even Jason it's kind of insane
0: yeah not, not a mass kill this is someone who's immediately arrested this yeah. guy goes to prison for, for the
1: crime and it's like uh, to be fair okay Joey uh, is annoying but like He's only annoying the guy for like five seconds. Like, to like to be fair, the guy definitely loses his temper pretty quick. Oh yeah, mean, this is
0: why he's at the house, right? I mean, he's clearly got some sure. issues. Um, yeah. and then the paramedics show up, right? The two guys show up, and there's like a sheet over the body, and they, they lift the sheet. The one guy lifts the sheet up, and Roy reacts to it. Uh, as <laughs> does everyone else. And they all like go, oh. The other paramedic is there who's constantly chewing gum, just sort of looks up at everyone, he sort of smiles and says, "A oh, bunch of pussies, and then he's like, hey, Roy, come and get your hands dirty, and he just keeps smiling and chewing his gum. He's, like, even if he's not bothered by this, he is so happy to, like, be, like, just kind of jovial about it in front of all these people who are just horrified that their friend and whatever's dead.
1: Yeah. And I guess no one knows that that's his son? like yeah, no one like knows. His... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> sure, why not?
0: For whatever reason, no one knows. Which actually reminds me when the sheriff's explaining all this at the end that that's his son. He's like showing like the the surviving girl newspaper clippings, and there's one of Jason in the hockey mask, and it's like a close-up <laughs> shot of his face, and I'm like, who got this photo?
1: <laughs> do you, do you think possibly? Um... That like Jason is uh, Peter Parkering it, like he's, taking, he's <laughs> setting these photos on a timer, and then like selling them to like the Daily Crystal Lake or something to make money.
0: <laughs> just, he's going through these newspaper clippings. He gets to this photo of
1: Jason <laughs> with the hockey mask, and I'm like, who got this? Like, you know what? I mean, that's pretty bad. But you know what's worse? Um, and I, um, I, I think I forget what podcast I was on Snoop. I think they just brought it up here, but. Do you know in movies where sometimes like um, they'll show a character and they'll have like pictures or something hanging on their wall on their mm. desk and like the pictures are from like scenes in like previous movies or whatever? But it, but it's just like an actual scene where it's like, well, no one had a picture. or No one had like a camera or anything there. I've never
0: noticed that with a photograph, but that does bug me when it's, like, like, uh, like it's maybe surveillance footage of a scene, but it'll have, like, edits in it, like the scene actually had when we saw it the first time.
1: okay. Yeah, like, I, I think uh, in the podcast I was listening to, the example they gave is uh, in uh, Crystal Skull, which, I mean, you know, no one wants to go back and watch it, but, like, uh, I guess there's a scene where, like, you see on uh, Indiana Jones' desk, there's, like, a picture of, um, uh, what's his face? Uh, his dad uh and but it's like just like a scene straight out of like uh the last Crusade where it's like, yeah, no one was like taking a picture at that point, mm. but uh I don't know, just what are those dumb movie things?
0: Yeah, no it's a thing it happens uh, but yeah, so so Roy the a- the ambulance guy he's he's just like he's a nothing character and it turns out oh, his son was killed so he became a serial killer to punish everyone involved.
1: And specifically he- Jason for some reason.
0: Yeah, yeah, he is, uh, I guess that was to so that no one would suspect him. Like, it was, no, it's just Jason. No one's going to look for who the killer that. is because it's Jason.
1: That's the now, justification. Now, do you? I feel like the movie really wants you to think it's Tommy. Mm-hmm. Which is just like, and I, I guess that's kind of evidence and even confused with, like, the ending. But I, yeah. I don't know why they have, like, such a hard-on for, like, you know, trying to make you think that um well i think that was meant to be like I, I think the plan here
0: originally was that this movie set up that tommy was going to become the new killer right and then and well, movie I, number I, six
1: Oh, well, I, I guess four kind of ended with like he had like a little weird look on his face he did, or something. yeah so okay, I, yeah.
0: I think the idea was that he was going to grow up to be the new killer and i think that five was meant to be this sort of intermediate film where by the end of the film he became the killer right that was the, the final scene Okay. Um, because that that's sense. what that's what happens. He survives, he wakes up and he has this, this dream where he kills the girl and then he finds the hockey mask in the and <sighs> Dude, the, the this, what, why the this, why the guy's hockey mask is in the drawer in the hospital room next to him, I do not
1: know. But man, this this was like not as bad as like uh the end of Return of the King, but man, this was one of those endings where I was like, How is it not over yet? Like, <laughs> it just keeps going and going and I'm like,
0: oh my god, just end. <laughs> And you hear a smash and the girl runs in and you think he's jumped out the window and it's all mysterious but instead he's behind her with the knife and it's implied that he's he's killing her, right? It's implied that he's he's stabbing her.
1: And this is all after a dream sequence he had, which is, you know, that's always fun in a movie, uh, to have a dream sequence. And it's a
0: dream sequence that kind of leads straight after all the explaining from the sheriff, so it's kind of murky (laughs) in terms of when the dream actually started, but whatever. Uh, So, right, (sighs) So, I think the plan was is that that was the intention. And I, I, I don't even think this is a bad idea. I don't even think it's a bad idea that Tommy would become the new killer. But there was such a backlash to Jason not being the killer in 5 <laughs> that I think they just completely abandoned it. And basically, 6 ignores this ending. It completely ignores this. In fact, Tommy's character in 6 feels nothing like he did in 5. He's just like a... I mean, he's. I wouldn't say he's completely normal, but he's, he's not this like quiet guy who's angry and, you know... He's actively trying to stop Jason in six, but he's not like this weird, like creepy, quiet guy who's
1: dangerous. Oh, yeah, speaking of which, yeah, there's like he, like Tommy is he just like uh, will go off at like the drop of a hat. Like there's a scene where he like beats on like some dude. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, this 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 tough guy who has sex with a playmate, right? Later on, he uh, it's breakfast. It's the day after uh, Joey, the annoying fat kid, died. Right? They're at <laughs> breakfast, and there's this awkward moment where the girls set too many places. He's like, oh no, we don't need a place for the dead guy. And Tommy comes in a little bit late, and th- th- one of the guys is like stole his one of his masks, right? Because the set setup that he still brought his mask with him that he made in the fourth movie, mm-hmm. and he scares them. And the guy's like, "Oh, what's up, Tommy? Can't you take a joke?" After he, he gives him a little fright, but he keeps sort of like, sort of like aggressively doing that to his shoulder—not quite punching, yeah. but just like that, like you know. But uh, just a little bit too aggressive. And Tommy just grabs him and flips him into a table, <laughs> and then starts punching him repeatedly in the face. And they have to obviously they have to intervene. And all I could think was, you know, yesterday one of your one of your patients killed another patient and then today this other guy is now beating the shit out of someone else and all I could think <laughs> was this halfway house should not exist. You you're fighting for it to be a thing and I'm like, no, you're you're you have no handle on any of these people. Which that was another thing. I felt like they were setting up the couple who run this place to be the main characters as well. Because there's like a scene oh, yeah. with earlier on where they're like phoning the sheriff about you know what's what's happening and stuff. Mm-hmm. And instead, again, because like, it was the guy, it's the husband that runs the mm-hmm. place who just disappears and then appears stapled to a tree later on. He is a nothing oh, yeah. character. I <laughs> thought he was being set up as one of the main characters, and he is not at all.
1: Uh, yeah, that was weird. Uh, I do want to. Kind of go back to an earlier scene because uh, you mentioned you know oh, Tommy's still doing <laughs> he's still doing his mask scenes and I, I don't know I, I find this like really funny but uh, you know in one of the opening scenes where he's like moving in and you're introduced to Reggie and they're talking in his room yeah Reggie's the little uh, kids just for, yeah. for reference. so they show uh, you know um, Tommy unpacking stuff and then like you know they cut to Reggie looking at him and then they cut back and. Uh, Tommy is wearing a mask, and Reggie gets all scared. They like, goes like, "Whoa, like, what, what, Like, what happened?" Uh, but it's like, you were talking to him like two feet away. You were looking at him. How did you not see him putting a mask on? Like, they act like he just like all of a sudden like turned around and had a mask. Like, no, you would have saw him doing something. I don't know. It's just a weird scene that makes me laugh. I, I feel that was like an editing thing where they cut out some stuff of the scene,
0: so now it just plays really weird. Oh yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It it definitely yeah it looks weird.
0: Yeah, I, I feel like that's where that happened. It was in the editing room. It wasn't, like, how they shot it. Like, when they shot it, it probably made sense
1: on the set. <laughs> yeah, And then they've chopped it up and it, no, it doesn't make any sense at all. Um, should we touch upon the kind of opening scene? Like,
0: um? I, the, I guess, is,
1: it, that's a, is that a dream sequence or a flashback? I a, guess it'd, just, it'd be a dream.
0: It's a dream sequence, yeah. Because yeah. this is where you see Corey Feldman. He's got one scene in the movie where he's so... Tommy is dreaming that he's still a kid and he's at the grave of Jason Voorhees and these two assholes, for some reason, <laughs> want to dig up the grave and of course they wake up Jason just to
1: like just to see him. They're like, let's get a look at him. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> that's the dumbest thing.
0: And Jason, of course, wakes up and gets Kelly and kills people and kills Tommy and that's when he wakes up. That's the. Scene. Did you say? Did you say gets Kelly? Yeah.
1: Okay, I, I don't know if you said that or Kelly. I was like, "Wait, Kelly!" <laughs> I, w-
0: I was playing with words, Timmy. I was
1: playing yeah. with words. Uh, I mean, uh, you get you got Jason over here, you know, uh, killing people in dreams. It's like, "Whoa, hey, hold on a minute. Let's save this for Freddy, okay?" <laughs> <Come>
0: on. <laughs> One, two, Jason's coming for you. <sighs> yeah. But it's just a dream, though, and like, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, let's talk about the kung fu. So it's when <laughs> the kung fu. It's when the girl, uh, the, you know, the wife takes, takes Reggie to see her brother, and for some reason they, they bring Tommy as well, and Tommy wanders off on his own, and the son of the hillbilly woman uh, comes out in yeah. his bike, and ends up picking a fight with him, and Tommy just, like, breaks into, like, 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 he knows martial
1: arts, he does, like, some kicks, and he, like, kind of flips them down, and I'm like, what? Like the, I I mean, you know, this would have been fine if we got some type of sense of like, he's still scared of Jason. And so you get something like, you know, I've been, I've been, uh, you know, learning like how to fight ever since, like, so I could be ready for him. You know, like if they explain something like that, I'd be fine with it. But yeah, there's no explanation other than like, oh, he is just like a crazy angry man that can do anything once uh, he's threatened.
0: I do like how the uh, hell-belly son dies, though. uh, He's riding around in his motorbike. He's basically... He's mad he got beat up, so he's just riding around in circles outside of his house, screaming. And then Jason just...
1: I could have done with, like, half less shots of him just screaming. That's fair.
0: He hurt me, He hurt me. That's fair. Uh, Jason just sticks out his machete, and, you know, he rides (laughs) into it, and dead, you know. Again, it'd have been nice to see it more, but, you know... Yeah, and
1: if there's any big complaint about the movie, it's that I do think there are like some pretty cool death scenes, but yeah, you don't really see them.
0: Yeah, because the 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 Playboy model like she gets like garden shears in her eyes.
1: Yeah, I like the I like the guy that kind of gets strapped to the tree, and then like uh kind of like twists his yeah uh, tightens his head to it.
0: Yeah, but again, it would be nice to see it from that because yeah. that that just ends with like Jason's well not Jason. Roy's hands um, Roy. pulling pulling on the the bell that he's got round him. Yeah. Uh, here's here's a moment I thought was weird. <laughs> oh just one. What was it? Was an editing thing. Well, first of yeah. all, I thought it was weird because I was like, okay, again, I have no idea what the names of these characters because they're nothing characters. But it's more of the kids. So you've you've got the, the 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 punky one with the headphones, right? But you've got another girl, and you've got this other guy who's got a mailed star, right? And the guy with the male star and the other girl are watching this old movie. And during the movie, she's getting a little bit scared, and he's like, oh, she's getting scared, I like this. And he starts to, like, basically say that he likes her. And then, when she's kind of just sort of, like, going along with it, and he's like, oh yeah, I like you too, you're fine. Uh, but she's she's wanting to watch the movie, essentially. He ends up saying, I want to make love to you. And she just starts laughing at him, and she's like, what? Come on, man. And she gets, and he gets these feelings hurt. So he just goes upstairs and tries to go into, like, the, the, uh, the headphone chick. So he opens yeah. the door to talk to her, as if, yeah. as if he's just going to try his luck with her, and just gets mad that she doesn't respond to him. She tells him to piss off, so he, sh- he shuts the door. He just like turns around, and Jason's just standing there, <laughs> and immediately kills him. Like there's no build up to this whatsoever. There's no like hint that this is actually a a, a you know a, a kill scene or a build up to a kill scene. And now that you can't have it come out of nowhere, but he literally just closes the door and turns around when there's no like feeling of
1: suspense it just yeah. happens it's weird yeah no that, that is definitely strange and like so the the angry kid that kills joey in the beginning mm-hmm. like um he's just taken away by the police right yeah he's gone so he's like the one dude that doesn't <laughs> get killed mm-hmm. supposedly by roy <laughs> and like that's like why doesn't he like just i don't know, try to break into jail or something take out his revenge on him like um, actually,
0: not. is there a scene where like the the transport with him?
1: I uh, I don't think so. At least I don't remember.
0: There was definitely something on a road, because uh, that was the scene where Roy was like th- th- there for the second time.
1: Mm. That might uh, have been uh, something to do with that, but maybe I mi- I missed it. But <laughs> it, it does seem weird. Like at least okay, like I get, you know, the, the other Friday the 13th and Jasons, like. Technically, you know, he's killing people that didn't really have anything to do with Jason's death. But you can kind of see how he, like, he hates all camp counselors because they were ignoring him, like, whatever. But, like, these people, they're just, like, you know, they didn't do anything. It was one very specific person that killed his son. Yeah, but he blames them even
0: having this house here. And he blames everyone that's looked after him and should have been doing a better job. and uh.
1: I I guess. It's just just such a a, a thin motivation. Do you want to talk about um, maybe one of my favourite scenes is the scene with Reggie's brother after they leave? Yeah, we meet meet Reggie's brother um, and basically he lives in a van.
0: (laughs) So why, why Reggie had to go to him, I'm not sure, but they basically he goes to the van and he enters him to his girlfriend, and then Reggie pretends that the, the you know the wife that runs the place is his girlfriend for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> and he gives him some food. He gives him an enchilada, which is important. It's an important plot point because <laughs> when Reggie leaves, which he basically just sits with him for like ten minutes and then leave. I was like, okay, this yeah. is what you've been looking forward to this whole time, Reggie. This is weird. <laughs> uh, but he he basically is like, oh no, it's the enchilada, and he runs to the, the little uh, <laughs> you know the the toilet, the little yeah, po- it's like an outhouse, yeah, the outhouse whatever. Yeah um and then like the girlfriend his girlfriend starts shaking and again we've been introduced to these characters in this scene like, we've not met his yeah. you know Reggie's brother and his girlfriend before now this is just their interested in this scene and they'll be killed in this scene uh mm. but she is killed outside of course but uh his death in particular is kind of a fun idea because <laughs> the killer is just like jabbing his machete into the the toilet yeah. like from different sides <laughs> until he eventually like, stabs him you know but it's just like a yeah. f- it's almost like a, like a, like an extreme version of a game
1: show, like, game. Yeah, I mean, I think you're skipping over the, the best part here, though. Oh, go which on, is- what's the best part? <laughs> it's just so crazy that uh, him and his girlfriend start singing a song, I guess, to, like, soothe him while he's on the toilet. Because uh, which- he's constipated, he's, he's feeling rough. Yeah so like uh and, and he's mad at the girlfriend because she's shaking the thing at first but then she calms him down by singing the song which is just oh baby oh baby 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 and then he sings it and again in this scene it, it feels like it go- goes on forever like i don't know why uh you know they want to just throw in this you know maybe one of the most like, generic songs ever uh I, I mean i don't know if it's meant to be like a full song but just constantly repeating oh baby oh baby uh i don't know i, I think it's hysterical Hmm. <laughs> uh, not
0: sure. No, I, I agree. <laughs> um, and then the other uh, set of characters who were introduced us to be killed off before this. Um, we, we see like the orderly once at the house, but then he's picking up his girlfriend at the restaurant, the diner she works at, and we've never seen her before. And this is the scene where they both die. Like he, he gets oh, yeah. uh, killed in the car. And then she gets killed as well. Um, and again, like I feel like there's no suspense in this because as soon as she finds the guy's body, which is very quickly, uh, she just gets killed almost immediately. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's how it's done. It's it's it's, it's very very quick, and it's bizarre. Like we have so many characters being killed, but like so many of them die really sudden, like unsatisfying ways. And then the ones that have really fun, inventive kills. Because I think there is some inventive kills. They all cut away <laughs> before you get to see the actual thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean that's that's a real shame. Like, um, without actually seeing the kills, it you know it's a lot less fun. Like, you know, you're still kind of laughing at all like the cheesiness and absurd you know of it. But uh, yeah, like if you're not actually seeing the gore and the kills themselves, it's it's kind of lackluster.
0: Also, I guess the point where j- just before the final act kicks off, where they kind of realize, wait, there's like five of our kids are missing now. Um, we should probably do something about this and then can we talk about how over the top and silly it is that when the the, the wife who runs the place is running around, she's essentially become the final girl for Jason to chase and it's not Jason but you know what I mean, the hockey mask. I'm, I'm calling him Jason <laughs> until, until we're talking about Roy um, she's actually almost about to be killed and Reggie drives a tractor through a barn wall and comes and hits Jason
1: well Roy Uh, oh Roy sorry yes Roy Um, which which, yeah and then you got to keep in mind like Jason you can you can make these like leaps in logic that he's some type of supernatural entity so so, certainly we get
0: to six and he's basically resurrected we can for sure Yeah.
1: so you know you kind of expect him to you know get hurt in really crazy ways and still like keep on going on but like Roy, he's just a normal guy. He's just, he's just an, an ambulance driver. He yeah. shouldn't be, like, getting up from, you know, getting run over by a
0: tractor. And I thought it was funny that they, they, they basically, from here on, the, the, the chase goes to a barn. And I thought, wait, we ended the third movie in a barn. The entire third movie's climax was around the barn. It mm-hmm. felt odd that we were doing the same thing again. Um, but, of course, Tommy shows up and he tries to just talk to Jason. He's like, Jason... Um, Jason! Um, <laughs> and, you know, it ultimately it just becomes kind of, when well, we to push uh, Roy off the barn and he lands in the, the spikes and then the mask comes flying and, off.
1: And I kind of like this there. idea where, like, uh, Tommy is seeing, like, visions of Jason like earlier in the movie, so mm. when he first sees him, he doesn't realise that he's real. Like, uh, I thought that was kind of, like, you know, an interesting idea, but it just, again, it's like a nothing... Thing,
0: but again, when he showed up here, I was like, Oh, where's he been for the last like 30 minutes? Because true, yeah, (laughs) at this point, we know he's not the killer because he's standing in front of Jason, right? Yeah, but like, that's that's (laughs) just weird. Um, maybe that's the point is we're supposed to buy that he was the one going around killing people, but I mean, I don't know, it feels weird. Um, I'll give it, I'll give it. There's one little touch I do like though, is if we're going with the idea that it's not really Jason the whole movie, and then. Tommy's becoming the new Jason at the end I like that the whole movie there's no there's there's none of that stuff in the score until Tommy has the scene at the end where he sees Jason and he puts on the mask and then you hear the it's fair yeah
1: Uh,
0: that's a nice touch if you're you're going with that idea then that's a nice little touch in the music to to kind of like symbolise that he's becoming the true new Jason until they just ignore it in 6 and finally yeah it's finally a new beginning this finally a new beginning. Yes, um, and I love that they, they they made sure that everyone knew they called the next one Jason Lives just to make sure everyone who was pissed off that this one wasn't actually Jason, um, you know. So uh, it's a weak entry in the series for sure. Like there's, there's no doubt about that.
1: Now, uh, did this come out after uh, Dream Warriors?
0: I don't think so, no, because Nightmare 1 was only 84, so I mean, this was probably probably the same year as Nightmare 2, and then I think Nightmare 3 was 87.
1: Oh, okay. I was just trying to draw some parallels there because that one takes place in, like, a mental institution. Nah, this
0: one comes first.
1: So, uh, if anything, Craven was was copying this, I doubt it. I'm I'm joking. uh, I feel at some point, like, uh, there seems to be these tropes in, like, these horror franchises where, like, at one point, eventually, they always do this, and I feel like the mental institution always happens at some point. Hmm. No, that's that's true.
0: Uh, there's definitely some parallels there between the franchises, and and I forget did we even mention how Roy dies? <laughs> oh yeah, he falls onto the uh, there's the farming equipment, the big spikes, spiky thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just just in case people didn't know. Yeah, falls on that. Get some pills. Also, yeah, they do this cheap thing where he, he falls off the top of the barn, and they look over the edge, and then he jumps out as if he's been hanging on. But when you see outside from like outside the barn, there's nothing lower down he could have been hanging on to. Like, yeah, I they would know. have had to have seen him hanging on to the edge. Like, it's just it's just yeah. one of those cheap movie scare things. <sighs> yeah, but hey, that's Friday Five. It's it's not like I say it's... There's enough of like a sheen to the production that it yeah. a- it's actually still an easy movie to watch. Like it, it's definitely there's sure. much worse 80s slasher movies in this one. There's much better, but there's also yeah. worse. So yeah. I, I I still don't skip this. Like I, I I I never watch nine unless I have to now. Mm-hmm. Like you know like I'll watch nine when we have to review it. But I'm never going to yeah. watch nine because I want to again. But when
1: I'm working through yeah. the franchise, I'm not going to skip this one. I still put it on. I still watch it. Yeah, that, that's fair, and uh, yeah, I definitely think this is one that's you know best watched with uh, you know some friends or making fun of it, or mm. I don't know if you want a live tweeter or something like that. Something that that can you know keep you entertained uh, while you are doing it. Um, yeah, yeah there is definitely a fun part. It, it's hard to say that any of it is like making any type of resemblance of it being good, but uh, yeah, you know. Uh, so, uh, who who do you like better? Do you like this? Um, Tommy Jarvis or do you like the uh Paul Rudd Tommy Doyle in uh <laughs> is that I always forget is that Halloween, Tommy Doyle, yeah.
0: Tommy Doyle, Halloween six, Cursor Myers.
1: Okay. <laughs> Who who's the best Tommy? No,
0: now are we saying specifically fives, Tommy Jarvis? Yeah, let's yeah, let's leave six out of it. <laughs> right, okay. Um I mean, Halloween 6 is a worst movie, so I'll take this, Jarvis.
1: Okay. Interesting. Okay. Halloween
0: yeah. 6 is absolute garbage, Tim. Hey, <laughs> I'm not going to
1: defend it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't like it. <laughs> it's worse
0: than Friday the 13th, 5, for sure. Like, there's no doubt in my mind about that. Uh, but that's, that's Friday the 13th. So we'll rate the film. We'll rate it. Tim, what would you rate Friday the 13th, part 5, a new beginning?
1: Uh, you know, here's what I'll say. Um, the. I, again, some fun moments, and I think, like, for all the problems, you know, you, you can talk about with, like, the story and the characters and Jason not being there, and all that stuff, blah, blah, blah. Um, that, I feel like I could give more of a pass if, you know, the kills were better. And, it, like, again, I, I think the kills were good, you just, like you said, you didn't see them. And so if there was more gore, if, you know, they actually would focus on show you the kills as they happen... I think that would bump this up from being, like, you know, a bad but kind of fun, cheesy watch to being, like, a, all right, it's still bad, but, like, you know, uh, there's more to it and more you can soak in. So, with that being said, I think uh, I I think I'm gonna give it maybe a 4.5 No, actually, let's do a straight 4. Um, I think if it (laughs) if the kills were better, you know, I could bump this up to a 4.5 or a 5 but, yeah about
0: that. Um I just remember the the girl who turned down the stuttering guy goes oh, right. up to her bedroom and just takes off her top and she just goes to yeah. bed <laughs> topless. So again, more more gratuitous boobs. Yeah. And then she just turns to hey. find a dead body. And then Jay's, they actually repeat the kill from the first movie where the well, it's not the same weapon, but it's the same way of like stabbing through the bed. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. That's true. And I mean to be fair, though, you know, no judgment on her. It gets really hot in my apartment. I do sleep nude in the summer sometimes, so <laughs> think about that. <laughs> I did not need to know
0: that, Tim. I did not need to know that. Uh, honestly, I'm going to agree with the four. I think, I think four out of ten is kind of what I'd give it as well. It's, it's not like it's not down there with the season twos and some of the absolute garbage we do. Yeah. It's um, not a good movie. It's definitely the the yeah. weakest of the franchise, barring nine. Mm-hmm. So that's that Friday the 13th, part 5. A new beginning. Let us know what you think of the movie in the comments below. Like and subscribe and all that stuff. Get us on the Twitters at mails underscore fuzz for channel updates. Definitely check out patreon.com slash TV. If you want supporters. you can do that over there. There's bonuses. You get a vote on an uh, on a, on a episode every month. You get, you get to vote for whatever. I um, we we haven't picked the movies yet because we're recording this a little bit in advance. But the vote this month are all uh, hotel-themed movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Patrons can go and check out that vote by the time this is up for sure, so you can look at that. And then there's the crypt, which you get to submit movies to, like a sort of to watch list. And every so often we'll pick one or we'll put them in a vote on Patreon, uh, so you get to do that. that, that those are the, the the perks that are specific to Screams After Midnight. Um, but there's obviously stuff for all the other shows we do as well. Uh, so now check out that. Uh, but you know, like subscribe, all the usual stuff. Get us, you know. Um, you can get me on Twitter at Wibble89. Tim, where can they find you on Twitter? At Tim Vargulish. They can indeed. Uh, But that is us. So thank you once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching scary movies, guys. And we'll see you next time.